Twilight was racist. Twilight was racist. Hey, remember Jasper the vampire that everyone's like woke about now and is like, oh, he's the hot one. I'm like, he was a confederate soldier. Is that Jasper? Is Jasper the one they're woke about? I thought they're woke about the other one. No, they're woke about Jasper, the blonde one, the twinky looking one. No, like Jasper. The one who owns slaves. <laughs> episode i'm actually gonna need you to pause this and listen to the entirety of angel with a shotgun because today it is especially important all right well hello and welcome to bait i'm maj i'm zoe and today we're going to be talking about one of my personal favorite pieces of queer baiting i know we said that merther was the best and Merthyr is the best because the show was clearly pitched with Merthyr in mind. But, like, this I feel a close personal connection to. Yeah. And this was something that I was so deeply embroiled in in early high school. Mm-hmm. This was my lock screen on my phone for a while. Oh, yeah. I had, do you remember those, like, that, fa- that like, phase of time when people had, like, the collages with the pictures of the character and, like, mm-hmm. the flower crowns? As did I. Yep, had that. Mm-hmm. My my first girlfriend when I was in freshman year drew me a piece of fan art. I've seen shit. it. I've seen it on your <laughs> wall. It's still on my wall because I just don't have the balls. I don't know why I haven't taken it down. And I guess it's because the conditioning runs deep. The conditioning runs deep. I wrote fan fiction for this back in high school. I tried but never published. It's still on my on my fanfiction.net account, which is the one piece of my internet past I have not been able to wipe because I couldn't remember the password. So if anyone wants to read my Destiel Hogwarts AU or my Sam Frodo fanfiction that I wrote in eighth grade, if you can find it, I'll like let you have the blackmail on me. Please tell me. You so won't. I can see it in your face. I won't. I, I never will. Did we want to do reviews? Yes, I think we should. Wow. I feel like an official podcast now. We have reviews. This one, July 17th, was five stars, but it said can't physically listen. That's that's really fair. What a delight with five stars. And their caption is much fun. Thanks, Will. Queer meeting is actually fun. Five stars. This is so good, but not gonna lie, I'm just waiting for the Naruto episode. I'm also very excited for the Naruto episode. This is from Marx.is. I guess it's meant to be like Marxist. It's five stars. Five stars for show. But thumbs down for white women. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm very confused about. I'm really confused about that one. I mean, I'm white. Maj is not. His queer mating is good, actually. We agree. Queer mating is good, actually. Here we go. Here we go. Today we're talking about Destiel. I'm not even gonna pull the thing that the niche said, which is like, when we mean influence, we mean big influence doesn't mean good influence. It's I think influence. we made that abundantly clear when we were talking about John Locke and how much we hated it. Yeah. Destiel is definitely what I had the most fun being queerbaited by. They had an episode where they go into a TV, like... <laughs> It's was, wacky. Was Cass in that one? Yes, Cass rescued them, of course. That's one episode I distinctly remember. That was Gabe, right? Yeah. Gabe was very fun. Gabe was fun. Every show has, like, that character. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gwen on Merlin. 
It's, it's You uh, mean the slut? Yeah, I mean the slut. If you are on the internet anywhere, to any capacity, from like 2011 to 2014-15, you could not escape Destio. Of Super Hulock, and even Merlin. Supernatural, I'm pretty sure, is the one I watched the least, was the least invested in. I was into it for a few months at the beginning of high school, but like, I've never shipped something with the exception of Tenrose, to the degree with which I shipped Destiel. It was a monster. It was everywhere. You couldn't go on your dash or just, I don't know, anywhere without seeing Destiel. Like, that's what got people to get into Supernatural, is they kept seeing, like, who are these white men? <laughs> Tenderly holding each other's faces. Always covered in blood and sacrificing themselves. It's Destio. It's the whole show. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly why I started watching it. On Tumblr, in like the supernatural subset there, and back in the day, it was always like people would get really, really mad about like fake fans who only started watching when Cash showed up. And that was me. I was a fake fan. As was I. When I first heard about Supernatural and Destiel, I watched the first episode, and I'm like, where is the gay angel? I was promised a gay angel, and he wasn't there. And I got bored, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to skip to where the gay angel is. We should, I guess, explain Supernatural. How could we explain Supernatural? I'll, I'll shoot. It's a, it's a Monster of the Week show about these two brothers... Initially trying to find their dad, who was a monster hunter, but like, I don't know what yeah, happened. Their to mom died. The mom died when he's a baby, and now there's like a demon that is in Sam. Trying to, I, I think trying to explain specific plot points will get us nowhere because it all gets retconned. It, it's like there's so much that happens and none of it matters. Okay. So like, they're hunting demons. They're in the American Midwest. They're, they, they have daddy issues. Yeah, the they hunt. They hunt demons. There are angels there, and the angels are also bad for the most part. But the angels aren't there for the first three seasons. Right, it's just demons. Yeah, it's just demons, and then they bring in angels. They're like Christian mythology could be fun. God, they God, God, they bring in angels. They bring in. So what happens at the end of I believe season three of Supernatural? Yep, is that Dean Dean goes to hell for Sam. Dean is the older brother. Yeah. He's the more repressed brother. Sam is like kind of normal. He was at college. Dean is like. Like, just a mess of a human. Yeah. And at the beginning of the season, Dean comes back from hell. There's a handprint. There's a <laughs> handprint on it. Dark. And there's, like, a voice talking to him. It's like, oh, who, who pulled him out of hell? And why? And and it's a gay angel in a trench coat, played by Misha Collins. <laughs> if you were on Tumblr on around April 2013... <laughs> He was the one that you, that's face was plastered everywhere. I watched uh, his cooking show. Oh, Fast and Fresh with Wes? <laughs> anyway. He saves Dean. And it just falls into this arc. I don't remember what happened. The apocalypse. Yeah, there's I like think. an apocalypse. There's something with the angels that they don't like the brothers. Like, I think I think that season was like Dean was going to be a vessel for... Yeah, they both... Well, because Sam was going to be a vessel for Lucifer. Yeah, and Dean was going to be a vessel, vessel for like... Michael. Yeah. I remember. They don't want to be vessels, and they're, like, fighting against angels and the demons. Castiel's like... Cass is, like, torn. He's, like, torn. Because he's, like, do I serve the angels? Or Or Dean! Dean. (laughs) I mean, he goes through a faith crisis, which is his whole character. Yeah. 
that it's and he's like has no emotions but he starts to get emotions and attachment i think you could pick this up if you've never watched it but there are no stakes at all people die like come back like every other episode every other episode so it's pointless to try and explain what happens from that point on because it's just people dying and people coming back and people being possessed and people killing each other all that wacky fun and then it's just like endless opportunities for them to die for each other oh yeah or for you know cast to be like i chose you over heaven i rebelled against i rebelled for this and like they beat each other up and all the time and he like won't fight back and it's like it's me i'm your family I need you. They they finally announced the last season, which is yes, season fifteen. Yes. Season fifteen. Is it not fourteen? It's fifteen. It's fifteen. Fifteen years of these men's lives, and then they can never do anything else. Why Destiel is so fun, <laughs> and like we'll get in, we'll get into like the meat of Destiel in a bit. Just on the on the why it exists side. Jensen Ackles strikes me just as a homophobe. I think he must be. The way he talks to people in panels. And now the only thing paying his bills is Destiel. And it's all because fucking Misha Collins was like, I, Misha Collins, have been cast in this show, so I will play a homosexual angel. You know what's going to be a fun character choice? One day I will write my full... My full dissertation of <laughs> Supernatural as a microcosm of the eventual feminist uprising. Because that's what it is. Watch the first couple seasons. You, they don't expect at all for their main fan base to be like 15-year-old girls. Well, the way they have the women on that show. It's bad. They obviously think their audience is going to be... I don't know who they thought their audience was going to be. Like guys at the gym. Yeah, exactly. But somehow... Misha Collins is like, I'm going to play a gay angel. And like a bunch of teenage girls just latched onto this. And eventually somewhere down the line, the writers realize that the only reason people are watching this goddamn show is for Destiel. Now like Merlin, which was like queer baiting from the get go as a central premise. Destiel is queer baiting like a dancing monkey desperately, like a street performer that's just like trying so hard to keep everyone off their phones. No, it's, but it's, it, it's like, I don't know, it's like what Mika's, I love Mika, but like, team <laughs> naming artists that it's I enjoy. It's what Mika does in the US. Yeah, when he's like, I, I wrote Lollipop. You wanna see Lollipop? Look at me, I'm ambiguously oh. gay. And like, yes, <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> you know who it's like? Who? Lynn manuel don't make me queer, babe. Don't, Don't make me queer, babe. You guys want to see Dean beat Castiel to a pulp and Cass won't fight back until Cass is like, Dean, I need you. And then Dean gets unpossessed again. Well, I can do that again. God, this show must just be recycling plots now. Yeah. I haven't watched in years, but I assume it's just like... The last I read, because I remember it was like demons, and then like angels, and then the apocalypse, and then it's like, what's worse than that? And there were the fucking, the <laughs> things with the sharp, the leviathans with the sharp teeth. They like killed death. They killed death. There was like some guy named like Megatron or something. <laughs> there was a sexy, a sexy girl demon. Yeah. Who was the big bad at one point. She's the big bad. Oh. Abaddon? 
I think. There were a lot of sexy girl demons who were but bad. She, but she was, like, season bad. Not, like, one-off bad. No, and that was kind of fun. wasn't, like... No, Ruby, Ruby was never that... Ruby was fucking Sam. Really? Yeah. Do you not remember no, that? No, I know they were married in real life. No, they were... The yeah, because remember remember Sam got addicted to demon blood? Do you remember that plot line? <laughs> Do you remember when Sam was addicted to drinking demon blood? I forgot until you reminded me that Mike and Ruby were different characters. I just thought that Cass and Sam shared a girlfriend in different bodies. Meg was fun. Meg was real fucking fun. But no female love interest can stay for long when Destiel is there. It's also because they love to fridge. Oh, yeah. They invented They fridge. fridge like no one's business. Because they can. If you're unfamiliar with the term, fridge is fridging for man pain. Because, <laughs> like, right off the bat in Supernatural, the mom gets a fridge. Uh, Sam's girlfriend gets fridge. Yeah. Every single one-off female character gets fridge. Or multiple. Every woman yeah. has been fridged. Oh, yeah. The the lesbian gets fridged. The yeah, The she... mom and the daughter get fridged. What mom and daughter? Ellen and Joe. <laughs> I loved Joe. Joe is fun. Yeah. Joe was so cute. I remember their fun. names because, she went... because I've been rereading Twisted Shout. Did she want... We'll get there. Did she want to fuck Dean or did Dean want to fuck her? I think she wanted to fuck Dean, but like... He was like, you're a child. Yeah, because like he was friends with their mom. That's valid. Yeah, and I'm like, good on you this one time. I'm sure they... I think that was like an end of the world something. And then they got like eaten by hellhounds. I'm pretty sure that was their death. I don't know why I remember that. All the women on that show looked the same and they all died. They all did. They all had that same hairstyle. Was there like a single person of color on that show? Kevin. Kevin! 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 Kevin Keller! Kevin Keller. Right, and Adam, the illegitimate brother. Yeah. Who, like, died. They, they left him in hell. Because I remember, like, the big joke was, was like, Winchester's like, family and no one gets left behind except Adam. Who's still in hell? Is he still in hell? I'm looking him up. What? Yeah. Is he still in hell? Yeah. Of all the plot lines they're recycling, they won't let him out. <laughs> God. They really want to forget. Poor bastard. It's so funny because the show used to be like, I mean, the, sh- the protagonist was Sam. Yeah, it was. It was all about, like, Sam. And Dean was, like, the secondary protagonist. But now it's all about Dean because <laughs> it's about Destiel. Destiel is the main character. The show is well aware of this fact. They're all of marketing is so Sam. hard. Their marketing's all about that. They reference it in the show. <gasps> what? Supernatural final season, Jake Abel returns as Adam. Yes! Let him out! Real fans remember when Jared, the other guy, like got in a fight with 15-year-old Justin Bieber Twitter accounts. <laughs> I don't remember. I do. Wish I did. I do because it le- I, I remember seeing it lead to a bunch of those like, Supernatural fans, grab your salt. I just remember when, like, they would be at a convention or something, and some stupid girl in a poor, cosplay poor girl. come on up wearing, like, a Hot Topic t-shirt and a trench coat. And be like, do you think Destiel will ever be ca- canon? And uh, Jason Ackles would be like, Fuck you, you little dyke. <laughs> and Misha Collins was like, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, the shipping was intense. A much better game metaphor than Merlin. Yeah, the politics of this weren't awful. 
Like, we, Zoe and I were discussing this earlier, is it's like the difference between Merther, we're using Merther as kind of like the, as the, the, the token. yeah, the limits to Estier. The difference between Merther and, and Destiel is, even though, like, I don't like them as people, like, I don't get the f- sense that if Cass was like, Dean, I'm gay, Dean would burn him at the stake. <laughs> Also, just the whole metaphor of what... Because they both are shows that heavily employ gay metaphors. Mm-hmm. And the gay metaphor in Merlin is, like, this horrible thing inside you that you have to hide. And that you have to hope one day your friend will accept you And for, it's wrong and illegal. And bad. Versus... And most people who are gay are also evil. And, like, the other half of the queer bait openly hates gay people. Openly would burn them at the stake. Like, that's the show. And also, it's never reciprocated, and they're never on the same level of power. But God, the Destiel conditioning runs so deep. I was watching some <laughs> co- scene comps last night to prepare for this, and I was really found myself sitting there. I'm like, wow, yeah, no. Like, they were in love. They were, like, in love. They were, like, in love. They've never had sex. No. But boy, do they want to. Yeah. Boy, is Dean just, like, too repressed and weird, which... Makes sense. Like, they construct the character like he's repressed homosexual with daddy issues. He, like, covers it up by being the way he is. The whole metaphor is, like, gayness is, like, Cass is developing feelings and emotions and questioning his devotion to heaven. And at the meantime, Dean is, like, learning faith and, like, learning to worship God. So they're meeting in the middle. I'm an angel with like a, a shotgun. shotgun. Oh, it's like, God. you know what? Here's my hot take. Destiel was, like, good. <laughs> I agree. I'm glad. It was, like, good. It was fun. There was such a good balance of really, really, like, angsty, heart-wrenching queerbait moments and, like, fun, goofy ones. Like the, the, the FBI batch. And, like, they had a, yeah. they, they got a lot of mileage out of Kaz not knowing how to, like, be a human. <laughs> Dean having to, like, kind of show him around. That was fun. That was cute. When he tried to help Cass not die a virgin. Oh, man. I can't believe that actually happened. That's a plot. That's a plot line that really happened. Or just when there'll be things, like, there'll be like goofy like Cass you know the last time someone looked at me that way I, I got, got laid. laid or he'll be like Cass we've, we've talked about this personal space or, this was how the show worked oh, it's a really good balance of John Locke which was all people being like your little boyfriend <laughs> and Merlin which is all repressed longing gazes yeah um, and self pity and hatred it really was the perfect god everyone else being like you're throw you're betraying yeah, heaven for this man. for one man and Sam being like like you can only come with Dean cause and guys is like wow <laughs> That was my blog title for a long time, actually. Ships are inherently sexier if it's people going against their fate and destiny and what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Which is why, like, my... Really? <laughs> my mother sucked. Mother's I'm... supposed to happen. Mercelot is better. But that yeah, feels the same thing. It's like, it's all about, he fucking rebels against heaven. How raw is that? <laughs> Dude's an angel. He turns his back on, like, you would think would be the good guys, but they're not, and that's what makes it cool. And, like, he <laughs> turns his back on that for for one guy, and everyone's like, oh, he's in love. 
with humanity. humanity. And that's a line from that's, the show. Well, most of the line. things we're saying are word for word. Even Meg, when they tried, they tried to give Cass, I believe, two girlfriends. It was Meg and another angel who didn't reciprocate. I don't remember the other one. Like, Even they would comment on the relationship. It was so good. It was reciprocated. It was, it was so not reciprocated. Murder. It was like, like Dean was repressed about it, but he definitely loved it. Like the, they like run through purgatory and hell. Can we talk about purgatory? I've been dying to talk about purgatory. That was like, I own that season on DVD I because I loved the purgatory but so season, much. But I watched a lot of scenes. But like I don't remember why they're in purgatory, but they were, and like they were together. But then they got separated because Cass was being hunted down by these things that were trying to like kill him, and he led. He needed to lead them away from Dean because I he needed to protect. He, he needed was like, to protect. How did you leave me? And he was like, I needed to protect you. I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself. Oh god, it was wow. Bad. And just like Dean was so happy to see him again in purgatory. Lana Del Rey really said it, huh? In the land of gods and monsters, there's <laughs> an angel. I think that okay. We've talked a lot about the ship. We've talked a little about the people, but we haven't talked about what's ultimately <laughs> the most. Moss is heavy breathing. What's ultimately the most influential and long-lasting element of this show? It's the reason why I can't listen. I cannot listen to fucking Can't Help Falling in Love with You anymore. I can't either. And I was at a wedding, and the other song played. I was like, need need to go to the bathroom my mom got a ukulele last summer and she was learning how to play can't help falling in love with you on it and i'm just sitting there getting flashbacks they're two extremely popular songs oh yeah that's and good songs and good songs what we're talking about here of course is the war and peace of our generation <laughs> twist and shout <laughs> Tristan Shout is a fan fiction. Fan fiction is a loose term for it. <laughs> it really is like a classical text. So separate but so interconnected with the show. It's an AU that spans several decades, but it starts in the I think the late fifties, early sixties. I think early sixties because like Cass is everyone's like, you like Elvis still? Can you dig it? Can you dig Elvis? Can dig hey, Elvis? can you dig Elvis? I can dig Elvis. Anyway, <laughs> Dean and Cass meet at a party. It's got a lot of period typical homophobia, so they can never be out about their love. And they keep getting found out by people. And they have to leave. And they have to leave. Cass gives a great speech. <laughs> He's like, I won't let him fuck me in the street. Bro. Bro. Yeah, Cass is a med student, Dean's a race car driver who does it to support Sam and, like, put Sam through law school. Yeah, Sam's, like, girlfriend from the first episode is there. And there's, like, other characters as well. But then, like, a lot a lot of OCs to the point where I was I was rereading it, and I had to keep Googling them, like, is Hester real? Hester's real. There's so many female characters that are written and then killed off that mm. Met fans have a rabid hatred for. Hester is Cass's homophobic friend. Gets him kicked out by the landlord because she's in love with him and like. And then he's like, I would let him. I would let him fuck, fuck me in the street. street. It's truly like an American epic. Like Cass, <laughs> is a, like Cass is a metaphor for our national innocence. Dean gets drafted and he gets sent to Vietnam and he's never the same after he comes back and they break up. Then there's like a time jump of a decade. Now it's uh 
Now it's about AIDS. <laughs> now it's about the AIDS epidemic. It's the early 80s. They don't dramaturge it well, which is my, my, I don't know if that is the right word, if it's a book or not. Like, research. But like, I think just say it's research. <laughs> they don't research it well, which is actually my biggest gripe with it. In 1984, people would have known. They just don't understand the time when it should But, you know, Dean gets a phone call. <laughs> Cass has come down with the whole something. But yeah, he's in San Francisco. And that's right. They sent him to San Francisco. They haven't seen each other in 10 years. But he, like, shows up at his bedside to, like, nurse him. And they, like, fall back in love. And then... Cass dies. Cass dies of AIDS. And that's it. That's it. And then Dean, that's like, it. wanders sadly around the beach and, like, cries. Yeah. But like the the reoccurring song motif is is can't, can't have falling in love with you by Elvis. Elvis. It's there. I, they play it when he dies. Yeah. Or he's thinking about it. Yeah. Because it's like there's the thing is there like a love that returns to you as surely as the sea or something. Yeah. Amazing. What blows me away about this is that the author never tried to like publish it. She so could. This is the type of book it's that like a would, book club book. It's the type of book club book that my mom would recommend to me. Because she saw that, like, it, it has gay characters in yeah. it and, like, her book club friends like it a lot. And I would have to, like, deal with either being like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll read that. With the knowledge that I'm like, oh, mother, <laughs> I read it already. <laughs> I'm like, it wouldn't take it that much editing to make it decent. No, because it's, like, so far disconnected from, like, <laughs> what it is. I, the one thing I do remember about reading in sophomore year of high school was, like, my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, I used to have boyfriends. Isn't that so crazy? I used, I used to think that I liked boys. He was, like, texting me, and I wasn't responding. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. He's like, does something happen? I'm like, I just read something really sad. He's like, do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> but anyway, during my reread, I just have to skip. I just, I just got to skip past all, like, the horny bits. Because they're so ugly. And they're long. And, and they're, they're long. Weird. And they're weird. You can't help but imagine. It I'm, I'm, I'm Misha like, Collins that's Misha Collins and Jensen Ackles. They're ugly. I don't want to think about this. It's rude. And they, they have sex in public. And there's something. I guess he does let him fuck him in the street, huh? I think that's the first time. Yeah. And there's something I remember distinctly because I can never forget. So there's an extended sequence is involving it? women's underwear. Yeah, I was going to be like, is it the lingerie scene? <laughs> what the fuck was up with that? Like, I know in terms of, like, kinky things people do, it's, like, very low on the scale. And in terms of kinky things people do in fanfiction, <laughs> it's very, very low, low on the scale. scale. Oh, my like, God. Side note, Destiel fanfiction, very weird. Very, very weird. Very, I haven't weird. re-looked at it because I... I re-looked at John Locke and I re-looked at Murphy. I only re-looked at Twist and Child. I've read a lot of Desdiel fanfiction. Yeah, I, I think that's the one I wrote the most for, read the most, but... I remember there was another, the second most famous one was like a mermaid one. And I'm sure it was kinky. The mermaid ones are always kinky. I hate mermaid fanfiction. I hate it so much. We've discussed this at length. Mermaid AUs are always weird. <laughs> but yeah, no, Desdiel fanfiction from what I remember super weird because they have so much to work with with the repressed with the repressed christian imagery like there was a lot of i remember a lot of gay bashing oh yeah oh yeah a people love their homophobia <laughs> dean had daddy issues and Not like was repressed must have been raging homophobia. 
homophobe. For sure. Like, oh, that, never... was, that was a central conceit of every fan fiction. <laughs> and, and Cass's father... Cass's father is God. God. <laughs> so... <laughs> like, do it that way, you will. <laughs> that can go either way. Cass has an absentee father. Dean has an overbearing father. They're repressed homosexuals. You can, like, assume how these go. Like, like that. this show really writes the fan fiction itself with the amount of fucking bullshit they put in there. I've been possessed by demons so many times. Mm-hmm. Dean beating up Cass and Cass being like, I need you. Cass beating up Dean and Dean being like, I need you. Cass dying for Dean. Dean dying for Cass. It's the antics. Like, Sam's there and people pretend to ship him with his, like, first girlfriend. Or Gabriel. Or Gabriel. Oh my god. Gabriel. <laughs> they just, like, had a homeless brand. Poor god, Gabriel. Man. It, like, it really wrote itself. I, I don't think they have a lot of ABO. They didn't have a lot, but what I remember is... Oh boy, they didn't need to because people took some liberties with being with Cass being an angel. And that was worse because you never saw it coming. You never knew it was going to happen. You couldn't avoid it like scrolling through and being like, I don't want to read these ABO fix. It's so weird. It's so weird. Gotta hate it so much. Oh. Fan fiction's weird. Destiel fan fiction in particular. People super always weird. talk about like weird straight girl Wattpad fanfiction. This is not uniquely a straight person thing. It's not. Don't pretend You are complicit. You're definitely. You got Twist and Shout. Didn't have Unprag. Thank God. It's just so weird that the author never published it. I'm like, God. AO3 user Gabriel, you could make bang. Like, look at the Fifty Shades one. What is, like, what is wrong with you? Okay, no, I do get it a little. I get it if they <laughs> went back now and was like, now that I kind of realize that I have the opportunity to publish it, I won't because I'm deeply ashamed. My biggest acclaim was for writing supernatural <laughs> fan fiction, and I don't want to have to explain that to my agent. <laughs> they definitely have written. Yeah. But God, I'm can like- you imagine having to explain to, like, a publisher that this is supernatural <laughs> fan fiction? But I mean, like, it happens, because after happened and Fifty Shades happened. Yeah, but that's not supernatural fan fiction. I feel uh, like uh, Harry yeah. Styles, RPF, and Twilight are much more, like, you I could see so? that happening. Twilight and One Direction are normal people interests. You have to be a special sort of weirdo to read a multi-generational epic, American epic, <laughs> about homophobia, Vietnam, the AIDS crisis, about two characters from a shitty CW monster of the week show. I still think the fan fiction that should get published is Jason and Jughead died in the Spanish Civil War. It is amazing. It's very unpreoccupied with romance. It's deeply homoerotic. It's not a fit. Like, it's not a ship. Oh fit. my god! Like Jason and Jughead are platonic, but that's so funny. They're like imagine getting queerbaited by fan fiction. <laughs> I was like, they're gonna kiss. Wow! The whole time. The layers to getting queerbaited by some by a fan fiction of a source material that doesn't even queerbait. <laughs> I know. By two characters who never spoke. The levels. It was great. Oh, and the other really good fan fiction is The Social Network, but they're lesbians. Have you read it? I've never seen The Social Network. It doesn't matter. Maj, you're a lesbian, essential lesbian tech. They, like, deal with gender really well. You should probably cut the spit out. I don't think I will. The bane of my existence are people who are like, actually, 
fan fiction's as good as real literature, and you should respect it on that level. Like, no. It's not. You shouldn't. Twist and Shout is an anomaly and should not be counted. <laughs> God, read a book. Read a book. Read a book. You can read fan fiction like books. You can read Red, White, and Royal Blue. You can read... <laughs> a Little Life. You can read A Little Life. <laughs> and you, you can read Carry On, right? Yeah, sequel's coming out. Hey, hey this, so does, this does connect to Destio. <laughs> we're, getting back on, we're getting back on track here. The sequel to Carry On, which I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a book that's just dreary fan fiction. It's getting a sequel called Wayward Son, and this is where I get confused because now is it Destio? The also, why did Kevin like Wada do the art? He did a good job, and they look like Destio. I can't believe that like no Destio book has been published because John Locke book has been published. I assume because it's public domain. And God, it's been around for hundreds of years. I'm sure like. Thinly veiled John Locke has been has like happened. Sherlock is Sherlock fan fiction. I think they tried to sue over someone publishing, and they were like, Stephen Moffat, you don't own Sherlock Holmes. But yeah, Supernatural is copyright, but like it's not hard to change the names. The characters are so OOC, and the situations are so strange from what it was. There's no underlying major plot or characters. Like, I mean, they're, they're recurring characters, but, like, it's just all over the place. God. It's just, none of it matters. I think that's really the most fun of Destio, is that none of it matters. No, so and they can just die for each they other. They can just die for each other and as boy, much as possible. boy, do they die for each other. That's, like, that is, that is peak, peak, peak homoeroticism. These characters that, like, die for each other. Or, do like, you mean, um, you're, you're going to die and your best friends are? <laughs> Imagine someone pulling a trigger, you jumping in front of a gun, you didn't think it'd feel like this. Like, that's peak homoeroticism. For if you die for someone, or like, or some bad guy is beating you up in an attempt to break your friend. You're just then a congratulations. You're homoerotic. Richard Silken paved the way. Richard Silken is the fan fiction's poet. He really I is. always forget that he didn't write We Deserve a Song. <laughs> I love my love. Holy Trinity, we deserve a soft epilogue, my love. You're going to die in your best friend's arm, and it's <laughs> not to me. Not if it's you. you. Hey, does Destio... You know where you're going to die in soft epilogue, my love, comes from, right? Yeah, it's from Stucky. Hey, does Destio fit the not to me, not if it's you criteria? Yes, but I think why it is so amazing uh -huh. is because either of them can be Pilates or Orestes any given episode. Yeah. Like, it's not one person being, like, doing the rotten work. It's both of them. Both of them. They so, that's did that's you, love, I think. Really could be a supernatural plot. Because it is, like, Orestes and his sister, Electra, have just killed their mom. And it's, like, demons are plaguing him in his sleep. And, like, Pilates is, like, he's protecting him and, like, keeping them away and fighting off his demons for him. <sighs> The thing that's the thing that's held me back from reading this for so long is the fact that the fact that Pilates and Orestes were very big figures in I don't know if you know much about the Les Mis fandom, but it was a very big thing that they were everyone's like they are Andros and Grand Terror. We're not gonna do any XR episode, right? No, I don't wanna go back there. I also like not really queer baby. No. Like, book written in the past. It's like we just guessed this. The, we we, did. His crime we was, did like him. Boom. As well as on uh, Achilles and Patroclus, as well as I think Nisus and 
Victorialis. The, the crime of Victor Hugo was that he just wrote with shippable twigs. <laughs> shippable twigs. Another subversion of that. Neither of, of them are twigs. Neither of them are shippable twigs. Both of them are like kind of ugly. Yeah. I don't know how. People were just so desperate for queerbait. I mean, and they also, managed, they really queerbaited people so well that they didn't need twinks. They could overlook. I mean, who was a shippable twink in John Locke? That's true. In fan art, they tried to make Sherlock out to be a twig. He's not Sherlock. They're not the same man at all. I think. Okay, I think it's time to to rate. To rate. To rate it. I agree. We spent a lot of time on this. Of course, because it's it's Destia. It's Destia. All right. So queer rate scale. How well did they queer rate you? One to ten. 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 I would go so far to say eleven. I feel like. Like, going over it now, I really felt like they did queerbait me more than Merthyr did. There's no Gwen. And just by sheer volume alone, they had 15, what would it be, 11, 12 seasons yeah. to just queerbait mercilessly. And, yeah. And like, if they can't go for quality, go for quantity. No, Like, Colin Morgan's a better actor than anyone on that show. But, like, Even Arthur didn't die for Merlin Yes, ever. he does! He drinks the poison! Right, he dies for Merlin once. I think a few. He's definitely done it. Arthur has definitely died for Merlin. It's, it, it's what keeps Merlin going. Like, but not to the extent. No, like, not at all. Not to, to the, the extent. extent. Never to the extent. And also, early season Arthur. God, we keep going back to Merlin. <laughs> but, like, in the, like, last episode, he was, like, called Merlin a coward for not going with him on the suicide mission. I'm like, bro, what's he gonna do? He's your servant. Like, he can't help you. God, the best is when he loses his magic, and then he and Gwen have to come, and he's in a ball on the floor, being like, Gwen, protect me, because he can't do anything. Okay, uh, and... On a, how would you rank the ship as a ship? One to ten. 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 Unlike Merthyr, there's like no, no political issues. Yeah. They're, it's good. It's ten. It's fucking ten. Yeah. They wow. were, they were in love. They were in love. Oh. Oh, this could be a fun little, fun little way to top this up. Palisades, <laughs> But um, we could we could go over my Destiel playlist. Wow. Here are some hits from it. Angel with a Shotgun. Check Yes Juliet, because I liked that song. I love that song. Demons by Imagine Dragons, because it mentions demons. <laughs> a lot of Florence and the Machine. Sure. Heavy in Your Arms by Florence and the Machine. <laughs> Four different versions of I Can't Help Falling in Love with You. <laughs> God. A lot of Mumford and Sons. Sure. The precursor to Hoger. <laughs> and a lot of Fallout Boy. Too bad there's no Mountain Goats, because I hold that Mountain Goats is the official. It really is. I mean, like. He has raised me. He has. He gripped me tight and raised me high. high. He has fixed his. Um, yeah, all of that song. I mean, Tallahassee is an album. Yeah. Just the whole, Very like, dusty, we're yeah. in the Midwest in a car, and we're angry and we're just our emotions. like, gets it. I'm so excited for August yes, 10th. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, for those who don't know, Maj and I are seeing the Mountain Goats for free! Yes! In a week or so. What are you being queerbaited by at the moment? Um, I feel like it's gonna be hard for me, I don't do it as much anymore. But I'm, I'm finishing Once in Future King, so... I guess that counts. I watched Paddington last night. 
I hope that that seems like a nice, nice, nice event for you. Yeah, Dan LaBear. I hope he gets a boyfriend. He won't. I hope you get queer baited in Paddington Three. I hope the Paddington franchise gives Paddington <laughs> a homosexual relationship. Um, I just finished Merlin. Just finished Merlin before I got here to record. Yeah. We were supposed to meet at noon, and she came late. She needed to watch Merlin, and I said, "All power to you." It like it got me. I'm really mad. I stayed staunchly anti-Merther for the entire thing up until that final episode because they pulled out all the stops. Just hold me. And God. besides that, I'm also I'm re I'm reading this very very long fantasy book that's kind of dorky, but I like it, and I'm being queer baited by it pretty efficiently. Is it not? canon gay the way you talk about it there's a gay it feels like it doesn't it huh a- dude the two like boys they were like adolin calls Kellen like bridge boy or cal all the time and like like Callum got thrown in prison and adolin was like i'm also gonna lock myself in jail and not come out until you until you free Callum. and i'm like it's good it's good food it is good like bickering rivals to lovers food well i hope i hope why are you reading fantasy books by a mormon well, they're good. That's fair. They're good, and all the characters are brown. Oh! And I know, it's so exciting. I, it's nice, because, like, they're all fantasy races, of course, but, like, 90% of the main characters are all implied to be, like, South oh, Asian. I'm so... And I'm like... great. Yeah. Good for me, That's really funny personally. for a Mormon. I know, right? Racist. He's very woke. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna sign off. I need to go to class. All right. Peace out, guys. Tune in next time. We're doing Naruto. I guess we're, we're doing Naruto. Now we have to. <laughs>